I want you to really intercede with me regarding people who are on here or not on here. Who's going through a broken heart. Because God says that he heals the broken heart. I don't know about you, but it doesn't feel good to have a broken heart. No one goes around and assumes that the person that they're with are going to break their heart. No matter how the situation came about, I can't feed your flesh and say you have a right to cry. You have a right to be mad. You have a right to want to scream and shout. You have a right to want to starve yourself, turn away your food. You have a right to just stay isolated and don't want to be bothered and don't want to bathe, don't want to change your clothes, don't want to comb your hair, don't want to brush your teeth, don't want to smile anymore. I'm not to say that to your flesh. And I won't tell your flesh it's okay for you to stay in that place. But what I am going to say to your head, renew your mind to your head. Keep it renewed to your head. It's not it for you to your head. Think the right thoughts. Don't entertain negativity to your head. Don't blame you to your head. Talk words that are true about you. And throw down any lies spoken concerning you. To your heart. Be fixed to your heart. Stay guarded to your heart. Be healed to your heart. This is not it for you. To your heart. You're going to get out of this on top. To your heart. You're getting through to get through to the other side. To your heart. Don't give up to your heart. Don't be stressed to your heart. Don't be depressed to your heart. Don't be insecure to your heart. Don't blame yourself to your heart. To your emotions. Know that it works itself out for you. To your emotions. That person who took advantage of you don't deserve you. To your emotions. God blessed you by pulling you out of that thing. To your emotions. You weren't really happy anyway. To your emotions. You can't make nobody stay. To your emotions. So what? Let God have his way. To your emotions. Don't get mad at the person. Don't get mad at the thing. Don't get mad at the situation. Just thank God that you're still here. You're standing and you're going to keep on standing. And God has something so much better than that. Many of us try to hold on to people who don't even please us in every area. We just want to have somebody. And the thing is, we put our all into people and don't put our all in God. And that's why we feel dismayed. That's why we feel stressed out. That's why we feel like we want to die sometimes for us who do. Because we put our all in someone who disappointed us greatly. It don't matter if a person stole from you, stolen anything from you, or someone walked away from you, or decided to have somebody else while they were with you. Or left you for somebody else. It doesn't matter. God has something better for you. You can't ever think that somebody love you. Who don't release love unto you. Making excuses why they can't give you 100%. You don't want 50%. You want 100%. 
See, the thing is, we mess up saying, I'll give 50, you give 50, and that is 100%. No, we are one. So your 100, my 100, that is 100. Period. I don't want half of what you can bring. See, God knows how to bring wholeness in your life. Even if we don't call on God, even if we don't look to God, even if we don't serve God, even if we don't acknowledge God, even if we don't trust in God, even if we don't acknowledge and don't praise and don't give thanks unto God, he's still wiping every tear. He's still comforting our heart. He still heals the broken heart. He still renewed the mind that want to be renewed so it can stay on course. Even if we don't want to acknowledge him, he still hold us at night. He still hold us during the day. He still keep his eyes on us in every single way, shape, and form. Many of us, we tell God no to receive other people. And then when we receive their no, we realize we said no to the wrong one because God will never say no when it comes to loving you. God will never say no when it comes to spending time with you. So we putting out all in the wrong people, putting out all in the wrong thing, putting out all in the wrong place. Got to put out all and keep out all in God. That's it. That's it. That's it. You can't put all of your emotions in a person, all of your soul in a person, all of your spirit in a person, all of your intelligence in a person, all of your faith in a person, all of your determination in a person, all your thoughts and dreams and every part of you in a person. You can't put everything in a person because that's going to cause a problem because the purpose is to put it all in God. That's a prosperous lifestyle. Don't listen to your boys or your girls who's trying to entertain your flesh. I told you not to date that trick. I told you not to mess with that trap. I told you, girl, all men are dogs. That's why I have more than one. You better pick from one. Of the men I have, don't give no falsified news to have someone to feel misused by being misled. Don't try to hook somebody up who's going through a transition to receive what God says. You can't take nobody out to get their mind off of what they are receiving. And everybody is not going to tell you their heart is hurting. Everybody not going to tell you what they're going through regarding a relationship because they don't want to hear you were wrong because we realized we were wrong. No one wants to keep hearing about a divorce or a separation if you're going through that because no one gets married to be divorced. Is it what God wants or is it what he doesn't want? That's why it's best to seek him first. It is regarding any matter, but we're talking about relationships because Holy Spirit say a lot of the hearts are broken. And many of you don't know what to do. It hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. If I could just take this pain away. I put my all in this person. He said he cared for me. I spent years and years and years and years. I invested in this person. How can you do this to me? 
And I'm going to tell you, every sister of mine and every brother in Christ of mine, you didn't just find that out just like that, like it's a shocker. You've been seeing signs for some time. You've been feeling unappreciated for some time. You've been feeling like you putting in all the work and not getting anything back in return for some time. You've been hearing excuses and lies for some time. It's just that now that time they couldn't hide it anymore. They thought it was best to come out and tell you what they thought was best for themselves. And then they realized I made a bad move. Some of you will go back. Some of you won't. But my thing is, WWJD, what would Jesus do? He only do what his father say. He only see what his father say. He only say what his father say. So what is your father saying to you? Don't feel ashamed to go to God. He would never say, I told you so. He would never say, now look at you. And don't even take it to heart when the people that love you say things, you know, in your best interest, but actually seem like it's adding on to the stress. You have came out of that place. It didn't feel good, but you have came out of that place. Don't think about retaliation. It's not even worth mentioning because you are worth coming out that thing on top. Thank God you made it out. Some people didn't make it out. Hallelujah. Some didn't make it out. You did. There's nothing wrong with you. Nothing wrong with how you shape. Nothing wrong with your likes. Nothing wrong with your personality and all your traits. Nothing wrong with you. Nothing wrong with your features. Nothing wrong with you do, how it is to live with you. Nothing wrong with you. It was just a situation that just wasn't okay that you have encountered. Seek God regarding everything. Many of us holding on and God say let go. Many of us letting go and God say hold on. You have to seek him as to what to do. But one thing he's not going to say is to stay like you are, right where you are. He's not going to say that. It's either is or it's not. God not going to have us to be placed on pause. Like we don't know he has an answer. It's just that many of us are afraid of the answer. We're afraid because by God not answering, we already gotten our answer. And many of us are afraid to make that sudden change. Because we've probably been in for so long, for centuries and decades. I don't care one day too long. Hallelujah. When I was a teenager, I made a statement to a guy I thought cared about me. And I said, you know, he wanted a ride or die chick. And to be honest with you guys, that wasn't me. That's not me. But I was just so pressed to be with that person. Because that person seemed so popular and Everybody wanted to be with, like you were such a star. And I'm like, wow, you want me? Never approach anyone as if they are too good to be with you. 
because that's the reason why they are connecting to you because they need to pull something from you in order to have them feeling good about themselves. They need to take your self-esteem, take your confidence, take your dignity so they can stand off of your things. And that's called the devil and it's called a thief. So I said to this fella, I don't know what a ride or die chick is, but I'll do my best. I said, I'll die for you. I ride or die for you. And that's what he wanted me to say. And then I realized, every time you drop me off, and I'm a teenager, every time you drop me off, you go to other people, other girls. I argue with you all the time. And he said, you're my main girl. You're the main one. And I was so young, I was like, oh, the main one. Well, at least I'm at the top. That's such a lie. You created to be the only one, not the main one. Many of us know we're being cheated on and disrespected, and we're just settling for it. But we don't feel good inside about it. Not supposed to. You're not created to settle. God already settled it for you. That you have a great life due to every breakthrough you don't need that crap go to God about what to do and many of us already have an answer we just scared to make a move you understand you understand when someone is with you in a relationship and your heart is broke it's not that it just happened all of a sudden. It's just they suddenly decide to be bold with it and say, okay, this is it. This is what I've been leading up to tell you. And you've been hearing the signs and excuses and the lies that led up to that point. You just didn't expect it to come out the way it did. And some of us have females or have guys who just decide to think they're doing something by having your loved one to come alongside with them who you thought loved you. Like they're not going to do it to them. And as soon as that person do tick for tack, you know, or when karma comes back and bite them where it need to bite them in the back, then they want to come back to you who was always faithful and loyal. And many of us take her back, take her back. Some of us don't. Don't allow no one to feed your flesh. You deserve better. Don't, don't even talk about the person to anybody. Just go to God about what needs to take place in you. What is your transition from that place? Regarding your mental state, your heart, your physical way of how you feel about yourself. Don't blame yourself. That's one thing never to do. Don't blame yourself. Don't think because it's something that you should have done that you didn't do when you did all there is to do. Don't blame you for their mess up. But if I was you, I would seek God regarding it. But it's not okay for someone to keep doing it 
somebody keep doing that. It's not okay to do it at all, but to keep doing it? That's your answer right there. Do you really care? There's no need to keep playing no games. If you're still doing the same, you're not going to ever change. And in the time you decide you want to change, I'm not going to sit around and wait for that day to come. That you and I don't even know what day that's going to be. And you're not going to pull me on no string and think you're going to play around with eternity regarding me. I'm not doing it. Some of us hurt so bad because we put our all in the person by doing all for them. This is how you know you put your all in the person when you look neglected and they don't. We stop combing our hair. We stop cutting our hair. We stop going out, getting fresh because they're fresh instead. They feeling good, looking good, and we feel neglected because we put all of us that we need to put in ourselves in somebody else. God is just showing you and I, we are worth more than that. It's okay to shed some tears, but don't stay there. And don't you ever go back to sorrow when you in your mourning. Your weeping days are over. Don't allow the devil to rob you by sending somebody who seems like they're tight at the waist and cute in the face. Think they're going to sweep you off your feet. Greater is he who's in you than he who is in the world. Don't give up on love. Don't give up on you because you are worth love and love loves you. We cry about people who don't even have us to feel good within. Don't even have us to feel good without. Complain about somebody who can't even satisfy you. Because there's no satisfaction in carrying you. We cry about people who don't even want to hold our hand. Cry about people who can't even tell their boys or their girls that they're in love. And I don't do those type of things anymore. Because I'm a man who's in love. Or a woman who's in love. We want to chase people who want to play games. And I see you, but don't see you. I'll call you back, but don't call you. And we chase after people who don't want us, but deny the purpose of those who God written down who honor us. I advise you to listen to God and go through to get through to the other side and receive all that God has for you. It's not about a person. It's about you as an individual knowing that you love you don't look at somebody else and then look at you no look at you and know you here for everybody else hallelujah so beautiful sister or brother of mine this is definitely a moment for you to shine so don't cry don't complain. Don't stay in a place that you are walking away from. That hurt doesn't define you. That disrespect doesn't define you. That lack of commitment and loyalty doesn't define you. 
That verbal abuse doesn't define you. That mental abuse doesn't define you. Financial abuse doesn't define you. How are you going to feel someone loves you who can't even give you all of them but want all of you? You probably feel good. You don't have to give up your body to somebody who don't even please you. Because how can somebody please you? They don't even care for you. It's one big rush like one big blood. It's one big blob. So continue to give it to God and let him see you through. Don't entertain your flesh and know that the people that love you mean well, but just laugh it off whatever they say. And one thing not to ever do is thinking that a rebound is going to help. I was hurt, so let me go out and date someone and get past his hurt. Don't sleep around. Don't play around because your heart is worth you receiving what belongs to you. Your heart is worth loving and being loved in truth. Your mind is worth being at ease and not being cluttered with problems. Your soul is worth just connecting and being tied to the right one as one and not out here tying our souls to people who don't even know what it is even to tie the knot. Hallelujah. So wipe your tears. Sometimes you got to stand on your own two feet and declare over yourself that I'm not going to let nothing get the best of me. I'm not going to let nothing take my dignity, my self-respect. And I'm not going to play around with my happiness, the joy that God has given me. I'm not going to string nobody along. I'm not going to keep singing no sad song. I'm not going to keep on trying to get along to go along. And I'm not going to let no one try to bring somebody to me. Because sometimes relatives, if they see that a person has money, they think they're a winner. But they are worse than a two-piece chicken dinner. I'm trying to tell you. It don't make no sense at all that we just think a person going to be happy because someone has money. So stay in that because you don't want to find nobody else. You're not going to find nobody else got money like that. They take great care of you, but they're not taking great care of me. They think they own me and they can treat me any kind of way because they have money as if I can't get what I don't have and I'm not worth anything that God has for me as well. So it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You better stay with that girl. She got son. You better stay in that house. So what? She get she get past it. She just having a little fun. And some of us make excuses for people. Well, you know, you know, you got kids together, and you know, you got a home together, business together. You don't want to go through no divorce. You don't want to go through no breakup because you may lose everything. So lose my soul and keep everything. Wow. So you can't allow people to talk to your flesh and you allow your spirit to obey that. You understand? See, many of us, we plan around 
Still have people in our contacts. Still got people that we slept with, friends on Facebook, or want to sleep with, or wanted to sleep with, have relations with. There's nothing worse than your woman of God, man of God, hang out with you, and they perceive their first impression of you, but don't prejudge you, and your phone ringing off the hook, and you keep pushing in, and they're wondering about you. Did they go through a process of what I went through, God, to receive what we right now in God? Because somebody keep calling that you don't want to talk to while you're right there in front of purpose with you. Many of us say, I'm ready for my mate, God, even though I like to be in other people's face, God. I'm ready for my mate, God, even though my split up to here, God. Even though I think every man want me, every woman want me, God. I still want mine, even though I don't mind theirs looking at me. That's like I'm going with my girlfriend and her family to a beach and I'm wearing a thong two-piece. Are you kidding me? And we say things like, I don't want my girlfriend or my guy friend who decided to wear Speedos around my kids and my wife. Like, what you doing? That's not to wear for this occasion. Now, it's not just us. It's not just us, boys. It's not just us, ladies, girls. This is family. This is ministry. And many of us think if somebody catches our eye or we catch somebody's eye that we are attractive. No, that's a lustful spirit. Jezebel spirit. That's the spirit that Solomon was talking about. He was describing that type of woman and man, that form of lust, that back the eyes and look back to see if you're watching me from behind. Let me see if you're watching. Why do I want you to watch if I'm not yours to half? Come on, someone. See, when we grow, we realize how much we have grown, how far we have gained. God showed me coins just falling from the sky. Oh, God. There are a lot of coins falling from the sky. God say, write that down. Look it up later. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, gotta be careful. And then we feel like if I tell my girl or my boy what they shouldn't have done, what they know they shouldn't have done by showing level, a level of respect, then it's gonna make me feel like I'm insecure, like I don't trust my mate, you know, just because you decided to come around looking in a way you shouldn't. Come on. Don't go after your boy's girl. And don't go after your girl's man. Don't make sense. It's off limits. They're off limits. The situation is off limits. You are not limited. You're limitless. Don't limit yourself. Everybody don't want you. Everybody don't want me. And I'm glad to say that proudly. 
You know, God not going to tell us to expose ourselves, you know, in front of ourselves or even somebody else. It's not okay. Why we get a thrill out of being with somebody who's not ours? They already spoken for. You may have a boy who has a woman that's beautiful, and you're like, dang, he may, I wish I met her first. Why is that even a thought? Like God don't have no one special for you. Same go for us ladies. Soon as a man come around, everybody want to jump on a man. Let a man do something good in ministry or good on the job. Everybody running like a big fan of, you know, all kinds of just falling at people's feet. It don't make sense. We come too far for ignorance. And trust me, I'm not trying to rhyme. That's Holy Spirit doing that. You understand? That is wrong to come between two friends or family. It's not right to think every man, you know, wants you. Every woman wants you. It's not okay to think it's okay to have somebody married. Make you feel good that you, you know, can have someone to leave outside of his covenant and break his covenant. Christ said, whenever we manipulate people to follow us in the wrong direction, it'd be best if he tied a rope around his neck and drowned himself in the sea. In other words, he's saying, it'd be best if you drowned. It'd be best if you died. It'd be best if you weren't there anymore. Now, for Christ to say that, and he the one came that we have life, and say it'd be best if you died, and he the one who died for us, that's how much that dishonors God. When we pull people away instead of bringing people close. You understand? Many of us are home and we feel like it's the end of the world. Our hearts are broken. How can you do this to me? I thought you loved me. You know what? Go to God and say, God, forgive me. I thought it was and it's not. It's all good. I'm trying to tell you it's all good because it's all God. See, everybody don't know the reason as to why many of us who are single still single. Everybody don't know the reason why many of us single who still are and don't have to be. Because many of us still hold on to somebody in the past. Still got friends that we slept with. They just was a friend with benefits until the right one come along. And thinking that they're going to go along because somebody came along. No, they're going to still be alongside. Because they're going to feel like I've been here all this time. I'm not going nowhere. I don't care who come around. Are oh, you going to curry me for him? You going to curry me for her? See? Creating a big catastrophe. And you're robbing yourself. Many of us playing mind games with women. Playing mind games with men. Let me tell you what it looks like. God showed me in a dream. I recorded it and I took it off. I said, that's a little, you know, graphical. God and... You know, but God said, give it like I showed you in a dream. 
Many of us, we lead people on on purpose because we want to feel, you know, wanted. You know, we flirt with our eyes, flirt with our walk and flirt with the way we dress, half dress. We flirt with things and flirt wanting people to look and want us because we want attention. There is no way I'm a virtuous woman and God don't ever mention to me how to conduct myself around all of you in society. There's no way in fiery hell he going to say, Quenisha, it's okay to wear a split all the way up your thigh. I don't care what you say. He's not going to ever say that. He's not going to say it's okay to show a little bit of your breasts. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Now, I'm not telling you how to dress or what to wear or what not to wear. But when it comes to being in a company of somebody, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you call it, family, come on now. It's not like it's a girl's getaway or a guy's getaway. Now, that's different. But if we sit at somebody's table, chest out, or can see through your shirt, that's highly disrespectful. Some of us say, oh, you just started doing this. No, you just start seeing it. It been happening. Many of us fornicating with our mouth, fornicating with our eyes, fornicating with our words, fornicating with our thoughts, fornicating with our deeds. If I'm not married, I'm single. Whenever the subject of divorce is up for discussion about working out, that has nothing to do with me. I'm looking around like, la, 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 go to the next subject because that has no place in me. I would never go back and pick up, excuse me, and pick up what God say, leave behind. See, some people have got a divorce and they were meant to be. But that's definitely not for me. So be careful what you perceive. Don't become confused when you went through a process to receive your breakthrough. Because that person or people may not even be talking to you. Especially if you already know what your God said to you. Hello? <laughs> Don't play. Hallelujah. It's like, I made a mistake. Okay, I am. We moved on from that. Hallelujah. That goes for any of us. Many of us know what it's like to be in a relationship and be hurt. Be cheated on. Be lied to. Be stole, things stolen from you. You get home, your thing's gone. She don't have somebody come in there and steal all your games. You understand? Somebody came in there and stole your steak you about to cook that night. <laughs> Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People do some strange things. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. God say, tell them why you were laughing. <laughs> because that happened to me. <laughs> it did. I was like, I know that. <laughs> I'm laughing now. Oh, I was pissed. I was pissed. I was pissed. Because during my divorce, it was like, 
some moments it'd be like, we're so glad. Let's admit it, you know, this man uh, try to be used by the enemy to try to cause, you know, just do those stupid stuff. Like, you lost your keys. What happened was, you left him at that woman's house. That's all good. That's y'all thing. I'm, I'm free indeed. You understand? I just want my life, what God says to me regarding my purpose, you know, regarding miracle sign and wonders, the missionary style work, preaching the gospel. Not even thinking about what's coming with it. I'm just like, I'm free. That was my main thing, to be free from every lot. And God began to speak to me about everything else that was true. But the thing is, is that he lost his keys. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, you have to wait till I let you in. So the way of trying to get me to get a copy made is that you come in and get your things at 4, 3 in the morning and bang on the window so hard to scare me. And I'm like, ugh. But I, I act like I'm not bothered. Hey, uh, how's it going? All right. You know, go get your rest of your things. Okay, go ahead. But the thing is, you know, I had some steaks that I bought. <laughs> and these were some thick, expensive steak. One steak was like maybe, you know, $26. So I said, I get two of them, you know, less than 50. And, you know, both of them less than 50 a piece. That's, let me say that. And I'm telling you, and I just was like, you know, those stakes were taken and I was pissed off. Like, I know daggone well. First I started looking everywhere. Then I said, I know daggone well you did not take my stakes. And guess what? Took both of them. I was heated, but I was like, it's whatever, man. And what made it so mad is that I had my onions all sliced up, the garlic all prepped, and I'm all prepping all nice with the olive oil, you know, got it, you know, not burning too much, but a great scissor to get the great crisp on the side and not over, you know, cooked and not too well done, but, you know, very flavorful and juicy. Couldn't find the steaks, but everything was ready for the steaks to get, you know, cooked. And then I realized this man took my steaks, both of them, and ate those steaks with that woman. That's why he took both of them. And all I can say is, Father, I'm about to give me some more steaks. No problem. I'm just glad this is over. And that's why God took me from out that old place. See, I was a woman to be willing to listen to what God said when it comes to walking away. God wouldn't have me to bring no bed in no new place that I slept on that man with and I'm in a new covenant. God wouldn't have me to drive around in no car that things taking place in when I was married. That's very disrespectful to ride it around, you know, while I'm in purpose, while I'm doing missionary work and ministering and just walking in the new. But I'm riding a car that has a lot of memories of what I used to do with this man who I was married to. To each his own. Your business is your business. But I was not going to bring that and God was not going to have that in my new. So I don't care what nobody said. Why are you getting rid of your car? Why are you? Because of what was taking place in that car. 
everything that's a lie. That's what's taking place. Every lie. You only have two outfits, girl. You tripping. I'm going to wait until God give me some outfits. I can't afford to hear anything you have to say. That's why God had me doing a shutdown, receiving my greatest days. And more greater than that, than this. But that's when the greatest start beginning to set sail for me. Because it was getting greater and greater and greater and greater. So I had to tune all the nonsense out. And God had me at home during a pandemic, during a shutdown inside the four walls of my home because we couldn't even leave out. And I thank God for the move that happened so fast. It was like, you can have that old place, bye. But you can't move up in this room because this is all mine from God. And you're not welcome here, devil. And I'm not talking to the vessel. I'm talking to the past that I didn't bring in my future like many of us trying to do and wonder why we still single. We're not sleeping around no more, but you did. We can still be friends. Oh, but not like that. You know what's so amazing? The reason why I paused, because I was like, Jesus, when you walked the earth in the flesh, you did a lot of things that caused a lot of attention. I can imagine a lustful woman trying to come at our Messiah because many of them didn't even consider him to be one. I can see now many, that's why it's not even documented in there because it's not even worth mentioning. But I know there was a woman who was trying her hands and trying to get him off course being sent by Satan. And I thank God it wasn't mentioned because many of us are probably like, who the heck was that woman? And what bloodline is she? So are you willing? Many say, Q, you're so happy. You're receiving all that God has for you. And, you know, you're just taking off so fast. And you're so powerful. Yeah, because I did what it takes. And I do what it takes. And I will always do what it takes to receive everything. I don't want some things. I want everything. I want you to receive everything. So who are who who connected to you? Who are the people that are connected to you? And you stand connected to? Surround the job you flirt with. You know, I'm going to tell you, if you keep teasing someone and have no intentions on being with someone, it causes them to become obsessed. And they become obsessed over you. Because they feel like they put their all in you. They invested all their time and effort in you. And you were entertaining it by loving the attention, the excitement, and being aroused by it. But never will go all the way because they're not even your taste. And then they start being obsessed. And things will go worse. And things will get worse and go bad. Go worse to worse. God showing before I get off of here what it looks like. God showed me in a dream, there was a woman on top of a man. For many of us ladies who do that, God is, he just used a symbol in a dream to give this to you. It was a woman on top of a man. 
and she kept, you know, playing around with him while she was on top of him. But she was fully clothed, and he was fully clothed, and he got aroused, and she ran off on him. And he was like, I know, daggone well, she didn't get me like this and rolled out. That's how it is. Every time that we flirt, that we entertain someone's liking, someone's obsession, it's like you're riding around with them and playing around with them and walking around with them and flirting with them and then run off when they get aroused. Women, and God showed me that also with men too. You playing around with that woman. You trying to hit points and make marks and that never been touched. And I'm saying what she never heard. And I'm whispering in her ear. And I'm dancing in front of her. And I'm taking off my shirt. And I'm doing this and doing that. And I roll out before she could put her hands on me. Because I have no intentions of even wanting to be with her. I just like the excitement that she gives me. That's why many married men and women cheat for a quote-unquote thrill when they need to learn how to chill. Try to tell you. It's like, why think about now when you can think about what and how it can end up if you do what you're thinking about doing? Is it worth it? Is it worth a 10-year friendship, a five-minute friendship? Is it worth it? Some of us have boys that flirt with men's wives and men's girls behind their back. Man, if she would have picked me, you know what I'm saying? I ain't expect her to look that good. I ain't expect him to look that fine. You understand? That is ridiculous. I come against all of that, and I need your agreement with me. Especially those who are encountering a broken heart right now. Feel like, you know, it's my fault. What did I do? I can do something better. Want me to, you want me to do something with my hair? You want me to do different hair? You, what should we do? Want me to get muscles, you sweetheart? What, what is it? What is it, uh, sweetheart man? What is it, sweetheart woman? What do I do? You name it, I'll do anything. And there goes a person who knows that you with somebody and feel like they're doing something because they have your male and your female running to every call like they're not going to do them the same way. Yeah, you just left me to get cheated on. Yeah, you just left me to get what you thought of me back at you. Oh, don't try to come back here. Many try to come back. Many of you saying that right now. Don't try to come back here. You know what's so beautiful about when God does it? Is that everybody prospers. And it's not no going back and forth. That man who I falsely married is long gone. Y'all moved on and not even thinking about me, and neither am I. No longer singing a sad song, because all the glory and honor belongs to God. There is no strings attached. There is no, oh, but, you know, your cousins were cool to me. You know, your sister was all right with me. Nah, you guys, I thank you for everything. But in order for me to walk in the life that God has for me, I have to let go of the life that I thought was for me. I thank you guys for everything. 
You understand because you do the same thing if it was you. Thank you for everything. You know, so long. So long. I'm happy for you. And that's what they said. I'm happy for you. Because we already knew you didn't belong here. <laughs> we understand. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, I use some of my testimonies for you to relate because you can relate. You can relate. Because you can relate. You can definitely relate. Hallelujah. And I can relate. Not to your degree, but I can relate what it is to, you know, have someone who just don't honor you and they just walk off on you. And you're like, what can I do? Oh, you're so glad. Think about it. You're going to be so glad you go through that process and be like, what was I thinking? Nothing to put down on no one, but it's just not you. It's not for you. What's not for you is not you. You thought it was for you because you didn't know you. This is my time for now. I'm proud of you. I thank God for you. <laughs> Don't cry. Wipe your eyes. And go to God about every step you should take. Every move you should make from here on out. And you're going to be so amazed at what he has to say. Hallelujah. Don't blame yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Don't play no games with you. Hear what God has to say concerning you. It may be a different life change. You know. It may be less of a life change. But allow God to be the one to say it to you. I love you. If I didn't say it, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. I love you.